1: G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Got a little clip for you tonight, or today from uh, a podcast that I'll be appearing on next week. Sat down and did it last night with Les from Big Les's League Podcast. Uh, That will be available next week for you guys, so make sure you keep an eye out for that. Big Les's League Podcast, it'll all be available there. I'll put it up on my platform as well, the full thing next week. About a 40-minute chat. I've taken about 10 minutes out of it here, where we talk about bloke in a bar, beers and break heavens, my relationship with... Timmy Williams and um, and then I talk about les asked me about if I've ever considered going into journalism and I'd like you to sort of consider my answer to that and have a think about it because I really do think uh, the game as far as sports journalism and everything has really changed over the last few years and anyone that is looking to get into something like that um, just hear what I have to say about it and just have a think about the different avenues that you could take to get there obviously there's all different ways to do things and a bit of a different way to think about it but a really good chat here here with Les talking all things footy and all things rugby league guru went through my whole journey and everything. Spoke about a couple of other things, bit of advice for other pages and whatnot. A heap to get into. It'll be dropping next week, but here's a little clip from that podcast for you now. Um, let's talk
2: about that. The bloke in a bar, beers and break evens. Obviously, bloke, bloke in a bar was first. Um, talk to me how that started. Obviously, you and your relationship with Denon. Um, that's awesome. I, I pretty much tune in every single week to that because it's is—it's so good. And I think you guys are sort of the only sort of page. I know there's a few that have followed on, but you guys were one of the first pages to actually do that, uh, to do a podcast on YouTube, um, obviously reviewing rounds and stuff like that. But how did that all start?
1: Yeah, well, obviously, uh, you know, I've come in very late to the piece. Kempe's been doing this. People don't realize how long Kempe's been doing this. He's been doing it for like eight years like, podcasting for eight years, doing the YouTube. People don't realise that he, you know, he used to carry around in the back of his car, like, a state, like, pretty much, like, two walls that he'd create a set. So he could drive to wherever the players were and he'd put these two, one wall behind him, one wall behind the person, and he'd interview them there and then he would do all the camera work. He'd do all the editing. This is whilst he was working in, like, a fucking mine or something for 50 hours a week, like... Um, I, I sort of feel like that people don't appreciate how much work Kempis actually done to get to where he is. And I've been very, very lucky that we, uh, we managed to form a relationship probably about two and a half years ago. Um, I didn't know him from Bar of Soap. He, I can't even remember. We, we, we ended up on the phone one night. We'd never spoken before uh, and he was helping me out with something. I, I Honestly, I can't even remember what it was, but we ended up sitting on the phone for two and a half hours that night. Until about ten thirty, just talking about content and not even about footy, just about like my what I'm doing and how I can improve it. And um, Kempi was fucking unreal. And then you know we didn't really talk for a few months after that, just in in, in little bits and pieces here. Uh, and then the spot I opened up on his uh, p- podcast. Obviously, I'd I'd come on on it a few times here and there, and sort of gone on. Um, YKTR, I think, at the back end of 2021 for the grand final week or something like that. Um, And then, yeah, when, when Kempy sort of reached out and said, oh, do you, do you, do you want to come up on and join? It was obviously just um opportunity of a lifetime, you know, to join what, what is probably the biggest podcast in, in the country. I mean, on a Monday, it definitely is, whether it be sport, finance, whatever the hell you want to talk about. Bloke in a Bar is just massive. And the community that, that kempy has got that I'm lucky enough to be involved in now is... Unbelievable, mate. I definitely wouldn't be where I am. I don't think I'd be doing all the all this full time if it wasn't for Kempy and how he's um, backed me in. And, and once again, Kempy's a former player, you know, and that's the other thing. The fact that he, he respects me enough to back me in to come on his show when there are, you know, 10,000 former players out there that he could reach out to. Um, it's meant the absolute world and it's probably made me a little bit more legitimate to um, a lot of people out there as well, which has made a huge difference.
2: Yeah, totally. It, it's massive, and it's a massive platform as well. Um, it, it's so cool, as I said, to watch those every single week. Uh, but beers and break evens as well. That's massive with, with the super coach content. Um, your relationship with Tim Williams. People don't really ask him any questions about that. Uh, but how did that start? We, you and obviously Tim Williams came on uh, beers and break evens, and then he sort of made his appearances on the review podcast as well that you do with Kempy every week. But how did that relationship start?
1: yeah i've known timmy for a while he's obviously been doing his own um super Coach playbook for a few years and I, and I remember i remember i i came on his podcast or he came on mine probably two or three years ago and it was just via zoom we'd never met before um and i'll be honest with you our chemistry wasn't that great it, it, it was pretty bang average um And I remember sort of, I I remember even thinking after that podcast, oh, that was a bit of an awkward one or or whatever. And then um, I I reckon we didn't speak for 18 months, not because we were having beef or anything. We just had nothing to say to each other. We're just doing our own things, both busy and whatnot. Um, And then just more and more, I started to notice his super coach content. And then he finished, I think he finished second a couple of years ago overall. So that sort of uh, bumped him up a little bit. And then, yeah, I I just started to really appreciate the content that he was creating and his podcast and whatnot. Um, And I rang him at the start of last year and I said, let's go and get a beer. I want to talk to you about something. And I put forward the idea of um, beers and break evens that we do it at Kempi studio. Uh, I'd make all the content. I just wanted him to bring his um, super coach knowledge and whatnot. And, um, I, I just sort of said to him like it's great what you're what you're doing at the moment but you need to add video content and no one else has got vi- – like other people have got video content when it comes to Supercoach and fantasy and all that but no one – there's no one else that's really sitting in the same studio, like a full professional studio, like what we've got. Um, so it's it's a very special opportunity t- to have, and it was sort of a way to do something that no one else has done. And I, I do think the Beers, beers and Break-Evans has um, really broken the mould as far as your Supercoach content and whatnot, and the fact that it's me and Timmy, it is a little bit more relatable to people. It's not someone that's paid by the Telegraph that's you know forced to push their agendas and... Whatever it might be, so I do sort of think that as far as like Supercoach content, I think we are sort of starting to change uh, Supercoach a little bit, which is really exciting. And some of the conversations we've had over the last few weeks with sponsors and everything coming up for next year, um, I'm really really excited about uh, beers and breakevens. I, I think it's going to be massive next year.
2: Yeah, it is. It's it's amazing what you guys are doing with beers and breakevens. And you're right. Like I'm not a Supercoach fan myself. I'm more NRL fantasy. Um, but yeah, like you guys are really changing the game with that Supercoach content because I've seen a lot of pages out there, especially over the past year or so. There's been a real number of pages that have really started to come into the game. Uh, but Beers and Breakevens is sick because, yeah, as you said, a professional studio, it just makes all the difference. Now, obviously, you started releasing merch just recently, mm. um, you know, and that's massive for the page as well in terms of advertising. Um, when did that idea sort of arise and when
1: did you know it was the right time to sort of push that out? Um, I did some about two years ago, mate, and it actually didn't go that well. I was actually really disappointed with how it went, to be honest with you. I was a bit surprised, so, um, I waited about 18 months or so, did it properly, got a heap, obviously this is where I'm very lucky that I've got Kempy there, who's done all this sort of stuff, and he can give me all the advice in the world, and I was able to do it through the same, uh, c- connections and everything that Kempy does, all the bloke stuff, so it was a really good introduction for me to actually, um, understand, how the merchandise game works and you know the actual process of it all because there's so much more to it than simply you know hitting a few buttons and then uh, you know a t-shirt just lands at your door there's so much to it and i've learned so many things which has been unreal um probably still not selling as many as 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 what i would like uh and i definitely think I'll, i'll be able to lift that over the next few years uh but yeah it's unreal like just see like i actually ran into someone three weeks ago i was walking in the city and I ran into someone, it was the first time I've run into someone just wearing my merchandise and that was just a crazy fucking moment to think that people are willing to spend their money on this sort of stuff and then, you know, in in the CBD there's probably 4 million fucking people there and I happened to run into the one person who has Rugby League Guru merchandise on and is wearing it at that specific moment when I ran into them, um, a crazy moment.
2: Yeah, totally. And and look, I've sort of been exploring that avenue and um, I've sort of like made mock ones. I I love, I love, I don't know why, but I love just sitting on Vistaprint or sitting on those platforms and just making them and then seeing what they look like. I I just really get a kick out of it. Uh, But yeah, no, it's cool to see your merch out there as well. And I know that'd be cool for you, as you you said before, like seeing other people in your merch Um, and then the photo shoot as well. It would have been cool to have a little taste of that and see how it looked. Uh, but yeah, like merchandise, it's a big thing now with podcasts as well. And, and it's a big thing that's coming out obviously with Denon uh, and his podcast with the Bloke in the Bar merch. And it's really cool how he's sort of starting to get out the um, the Nations Cup ones, like the Aussie bloke and the English bloke and all that stuff. It's really cool. So uh, yeah, merchandise, a big, big thing in the podcasting game uh, as well. I've got one more question for you. Um, during this podcasting sort of, Uh, A journey, have you ever considered going into the path of journalism, uh, sports journalism and stuff like that? Um, Because I know that the podcasting game and stuff like that, we talked about it just before um, how it's really started to become a massive, you know, content um, thing over the past few years. Uh, But was there ever an interest to go into sports journalism over the past few years where you just sat there and thought, fuck, I'm good at talking about rugby league. I'm good at talking about super coach content and stuff like that. Uh, I could go down this sports journalism route.
1: Uh, honestly, mate, I think I am down that route. I think I'm down the future of that route. I don't, I don't, I, I personally think that, for example, someone could have gone to uni and done a sports journalism degree for four or five years. I don't think they would have got as much experience and achieved as much by getting that piece of paper as what I've done over the last few years. I've got mates that have got sports journalism degrees and none of them are doing what they want to do. None of them. And if they would have spent the last eight years doing what I've done, they'd be sitting in their dream job. So, um, mate, I personally think that in a few years' time, we'll be asking sport journalists if, you know, sport journalist people, if they wish that they'd done the social media route. I think that the narrative will completely flip soon. And you know universities and stuff will push against that because so they should because um, that's their business essentially. But uh, I, I yeah, we're, we're, I speak to people all the time and like we spoke about it before and I'll I'll, I'll probably talk to you more about it after this. But people say I'm going to go into sports journalism, I don't understand why someone would want to go and work for someone else writing stories for someone else when you've got the pathways to be able to do it yourself. Now it might take a couple of years to you know lay. Lay down all those platforms and everything, but at the end of the day, so will uni. So i I think people need to switch up the way they're thinking about sports journalism. if you're if you're keen to get into it, I think you're better off doing it on your own platform.
2: Yeah, I've totally, I, I agree, and I think that I've yeah, I, I guess I sort of wanted to go into sports journalism while i as, as soon as I started this podcast and I've sort of had it as an option as a career path while I'm doing it. um but I've really enjoyed this as well. And as you say, it is, sort of the future and yeah i can't wait to see the the future of my page the future of your page as well because i know you've still got a lot of growing to go as well uh but i have really appreciated you coming on that's the end of the interview i really appreciate you coming on and it was a great chat and good to know more about the rugby league guru
1: cheers les appreciate it always mate reach out if you need anything yeah
2: no worries